Welcome to No Instructions. I'm Bob. There we go. I had to resolve the melody. I'm Josh. That was our new theme music that will be happening every episode going forward. Now we can try to win a Grammy. (laughs) Ooh, (laughs) there you go. That's how we do it. That's right. Um, Yeah, we'll we'll fix that next week. We had some technical problems recording so far this week, but I think we have it figured out. Um, So we are we're back. Hopefully, gonna get a recording in before I go on vacation this week, which I'd like to talk about a little bit. Uh, but <laughs> that first. seems to be an ongoing thread that we have on this show is preparing ourselves to go on vacations with yes. our family. <laughs> yep. And we have covered it before. Uh, so I don't want to, you know, waste a whole episode on it. But, you know, yeah. trying, trying yeah. to psych myself talk up. To yourself. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I've been on vacation and going like, OK, this is going OK, I think. And then Tiff's like, oh, I haven't listened to the latest podcast. And it's me talking about the upcoming vacation oh, yeah. and then my plans on how to be patient. So I'm like, okay, okay, me. I'm talking myself down from the past. Yeah. Um, I finished up the uh, the scout, <laughs> scout Trooper. That's the word I was looking for. Couldn't think of his, his name. Explorador. Explorador. Uh, finished up that yesterday while we were trying to record, and it just didn't work, so we just sat here and built for <laughs> a while. Anyway, finished that one, which means now I get to start on... Steve. Steve, this is R2-D2. This is a very heavy box of Lego. And I'm excited to finally start this thing. I'm going to finish Ecto-1 today. Mm. Hear ye, hear ye. I said I had two episodes, but again, uh, we were sitting here waiting for the technical difficulties to resolve, and they did not, so I just kept going. Yep. Oh, there's a box in a box. That's always fun. I like how the box in the box is just like some white box. They don't care. Yeah, it seems like they could have gone a little bit instead of just putting numbers on it, gone a little bit further and put a picture or something. But anyway, what's going on? What's new? Uh, let me see. Oh, boy. Wow, there's a lot in that Dropped box. Dropped a lot Sorry. on the floor. You're good. <laughs> uh, what's <laughs> been What did we talk about last time? We talked about the Emmys, which is still happening. Yeah. That is going to be uh, live... On Sunday, the something teenth, eighteenth of July. Something it's like the eighteenth. Anthony, can you fact check that for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll put out on Instagram where you can go watch it, but like it's a live stream. The eighteenth, thank you, of July. I think it starts at eight p.m. Eastern time. Which and I had to do the like pre-recording dress rehearsal thing here last night, and it was. Quite stressful. <laughs> um, Sorry, I'm trying to get to bag one. It's all right. Smash mouth. So, it, yeah, it was stressful. We had to sign up for, like, time slots in order to test your internet connection and just kind of walk you through the evening's events and how it's all going to go down. And so I was in this, like, virtual Skype conversation with uh, the writers of two different shows that I had not heard of. One was called The Babysitter's Club which I thought was a book and then a movie. And apparently now it is a Netflix show. Yep. And another show called Julie and the rockers somethings. Oh, really? I don't remember what the last word was. Bananas. No, it's like a movie show about a girl at school. And then she like Julie and the somethings. I don't remember. But anyway, 
And they were like, oh, yeah, and what show do you work on? And I'm like, we make YouTube videos. And, like, and they all oh, started okay. laughing. <laughs> yeah, so the lady told me that I couldn't wear my hat because it has a brand on it. I said, but it's our brand. And she goes, well, no. She's like, that mural behind you, which I was sitting right here. She goes, um, is that yours or is that somebody else's artwork? I'm like, oh, no, we made that. And she kind of like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> she says, you might Weird. need to blur it. I'm like, nah, what? I don't, I don't want to do that. It's a pattern. Yeah, but she does. then they would need to get like our permission and some weird level to be able uh, to use it in the recording. Huh. Yeah. So my big question and my also big question to everybody listening is I have no idea what to wear to a live streamed Emmys. That's like if you are going to receive the Medal of Honor in the mail. Like just it to is, be safe, probably wear nothing. That's good that call. way you can't do it wrong if you don't wear anything, right? Mm. Lady Gaga got away with like all kinds of crazy clothes. Oh yeah, and meat she suit. is like a wear a meat suit. I like it. I like it. Oh, your favorite of, meats. What kind of meat? That way, while <laughs> I'm waiting for the ridiculous amount of time, I can just have a snack. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm just gonna eat my shirt for a this minute. Is my shirt cootery. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. That was good. That was real bad. There could be a whole line of new clothing options for people who are in ridiculously <laughs> long online award ceremonies. Very that is exclusive. Very, very exclusive, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, last time we talked about that, we talked about my uh, lack of feeling completing. I don't remember how we said yeah. it, but, you know. Lack completing. of contentment kind of thing, which resonated yeah. with a lot of people. Oh, really? Yes. Hmm. They feel the same way. So I don't know if that helps, but I know that you verbalizing it and being somebody that I think a lot of people view as like having it kind of all together. Mm. Because we, That's we present true. an edited version of yeah, not even life of a subset of life. It was comforting mm. to a lot of people to know that you share the same feelings that they are feeling. Well, good. I'm I'm glad of that. I was talking to my dad the other day, and uh, my parents listen to all the podcasts that we do. And uh, my dad was like, "I bet a lot of that feeling is just the kitchen, like everything else aside." Mm having that big thing that you have to walk in and look at every day that's undone and you can't do anything about it. You know, that's a good point. Yeah, it is. He's a wise man. I did find out today. Um, so uh, on the ongoing saga of countertops, the company that's actually doing the, so there's a company that makes the slabs of quartz. Then there's a company that cuts them and, you know, measures and installs them and does all that. There's two, two separate companies. So I've been dealing with the people that do the cutting and installing and stuff, obviously. And they've been waiting on getting material from the manufacturer. And I know it's not their fault. It's the manufacturer has not given them material. I know that. But I got a phone call from the manufacturer the other day saying this guy's name was Tennis. And he even said, like the game. Hmm. He said, it's a funny story, but a terrible name. It's a story I don't really want to I left it at that. But anyway, he called to say, it's our problem. It's not the design company. It's not the installation people. It's us. You know, there was miscommunication and blah, 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 whatever. So I finally, as of this morning, we have a tentative date. After we get back from our vacation, we have a date on the schedule, and they said they are guaranteed to have material. Did they say guaranteed? No. I I believe them. It was through email, so I don't think the Cajun, Uh like enunciation would have come through but 
yeah, so theoretically, uh, in about three weeks, <laughs> we will have, because it's like, we're going on vacation. I'm coming back after a week and a half or so, and my wife and kids are staying down in Florida longer uh, to just, you know, take advantage of it, the, of the time, and we're going to wait to install them until after she gets back, because she wants to be sure to, you know, kind of check it off and make, make sure she's happy with it after all this time. What so, if she is not? Did you run that scenario, Pastor? Um, Did you just move? <laughs> well, I think, you know, when the installers are here, if there's something about them that, something not about the installers, if there's something about the countertops that you're not happy with, you can ask questions and you can point out, like, you know, this is not how we were expecting or whatever, and I think just figure out how to deal with it on the fly rather than, they left, and now we're looking around, and right. I don't like this, and I don't like that, or whatever. I don't expect that to be an issue, but we've just been waiting so long that, you know, we don't want to, we want it over with. We don't want to have to deal with anything after the fact. So, it's good in that we have a, a tentative date, but at the same time, this is the third or fourth yeah. tentative date we've had. So, I don't know, whatever. See, if they just would have said, I guarantee, then it would have given you so much more confidence. <laughs> but my dad did have a good point that I think um, that one big open-ended thing, and the countertops are not the only part. I think I mentioned that last week. Like, There's still more work for me to do that I can do. Um, but there are also several things that are downstream from the countertops. Mm-hmm. So it feels like that's uh, the biggest block. But I think having that out of the way will kind of release some of my my mind stuff that's attached to the incomplete project that's like looming within the house. So I'm excited to have that done. I'm also ready to really start working on the Carmen Ghia. That would be nice and um, until we get that in a place where I can, when it's not in the driveway, that's difficult. And I think that's part of it too is just like there's this thing I'm really – itching to start digging into that I just can't yet, you know, but, but that'll happen soon as well. So I've got stuff at my house that I'm itching to dig into. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? I have a new CNC, new CNC, and I have the upgrades to my old CNC, which is one of those weird, like you got two girlfriends and they showed up to dinner at the same time (laughs) kind of things. Don't do that kids. Yeah. So I've had issues with my X-Carve for some time. I really like it. I mean, I bought it a long time ago with actually your help, which is kind of funny, weird story. My wife got it for me for Christmas and she didn't know what to buy. So she reached out to you randomly a long time ago and you helped her out. So I have it. And uh, X-Carve Inventable, sorry, came out with a new like upgrade to the Z-axis and makes it stronger. It's got new stepper motors and the whole deal. That would hopefully, like, kind of put my issues to bed. And so I reached out to uh, Brandon, who is the community manager over at Inventables, and said, hey, and editor I, of this podcast. And editor of the podcast. You can edit that out if you don't want people to know that, but I think it's pretty clear that yeah. you have said that you are that. Um, so they're going to send it out to try to, to beef it up so I can show it off and I can, I can tout its amazingness. And in that same time... Uh, the company called Onefinity. I've seen I've seen people online with Onefinities. Uh, Bruce, I'll be honest, I've never heard the name until you mentioned it. 
I have seen it, and I kind of heard of the name, and the name was, it just kind of passed me by, but I've seen people with this, like, massive, steel-beamed, huge-looking CNC. Uh, Donovan from Once Upon a Workbench, uh, a name Andrew at AG Does It on Instagram, uh, Bruce, okay, Myers Workshop. A lot of people have this machine. I'm like, oh, that's cool. It looks really beefy and sturdy and kind of confidence-inducing. And So they... The company reached out to me on, or no, they followed me on Twitter randomly. And I was like, oh, hey, I see on your website that you have this thing. Like, when are you shipping this thing? That's all I wanted to know. Just so if I wanted to replace my X card with something, I was curious. And it turned out that it was Ben Meyer, who does their community engagement for that company, who we met at WorkbenchCon and attended our oh. Fusion class. Okay. So I'm like, oh, huh. that's cool. Small world. And so we get to talking, and the... I see in the list of like included options is the suck it dust boot. I'm like, oh, well, that's neat. Good for them because I did went back when I made like five videos. I did a review of the suck it dust boot from a Kickstarter that I had backed and they used it as promotional material on their website. Hmm. So the owners of the suck it dust boot like really like me and I like them too. They're fun people. I talked to them quite often. I had their first and their second edition of their product and I really enjoyed it. Turned out they created the one Finity CNC. They were tired of making their dust boot uh, work on a bunch of different platforms. They decided to make a platform. Hmm. So they're sending me the uh, Onefinity Woodworker CNC. And it's at my house right now. But I don't have a table big enough to house it because it's huge. Because <laughs> uh, longtime payers of attention will know that I <laughs> cut my X-Carve down <laughs> also at your shop when we both still lived in yep. Georgia. So, like, none of my stuff is conducive for, like, a one-to-one switch. So, I'm going to, with Anthony's help, Anthony is going to inherit my X-Carve. He's going to do the beefed-up upgrades to try to make that machine more sturdy and durable. And then I'm going to put together the Onefinity. We're going to kind of do, like, a a CNC off. Hmm. Because I've seen people do a comparison between the Onefinity and the X-Carve. And because of just the structure, the Onefinity is faster. But now, with the upgraded stuff, I wonder if that... Yeah. That disparity is lessened. Hmm. Yeah. So Anthony is going to get a CNC. He's going to learn about CNCs. I'm going to get a bigger one. We're going to show them down so that the rest of the internet can hopefully gleam a little bit of knowledge from it. So it's cool. Yeah. I got robots all in my garage. And I'm pretty stoked about it. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Because I like working with robots. Because they do the work. So I don't have to. <laughs> it's like scrubbing bubbles. Oh, yeah. The little... Uh, yeah. They Do they still have that? I don't see why they shouldn't have scrubbing bubbles. Maybe they just don't do the commercials. Or maybe I just don't watch things that have commercials in them anymore. Yeah. Hmm. That's one of those things I, I just now realized that I don't miss. Only place I see commercials are on Hulu. And it's usually between like the same three or four insurance companies. Hmm. That's about it. Yeah. Which is weird because the Emmy thing, you're like, you're nominated against these people. I'm like, I have no idea what those shows are (laughs) because I don't watch TV, but half of them are on Netflix anyway. So I guess. Yeah. Since Netflix got rid of The Office, I have rarely watched Netflix and I considered canceling it. Hmm. Yeah. They did me dirty. So you're going to be going. Well, I don't think it was their choice. They did. (laughs) I think that was NBC. Peacock is bad. Netflix was good. They, uh, I, I didn't have Peacock for a while because I still don't, but I'm um, planning on getting it. But they didn't have an Amazon Fire um, app 
Mm-hmm. There was some one of those like arguments that Amazon seems to have with everybody initially, um, but now it's available, so I'll probably end up getting it. Well, we got it, and this I actually used Twitter for the first time to reach out to a company with a complaint, mm. and it kind of worked because they they wrote me a message. Not that I think that anything's actually going to happen, but so Peacock, there's a a five dollar a month, and then a something else dollar a month, and the five dollar month still has ads like Hulu. But unlike yeah. Hulu, the ads do not stop the show. It interrupts the show, and the show keeps going in the background. So you're missing oh. the ad's length worth of TV show. It's dumb. Whoa. Yeah, and it seems like day one stuff. So I reached out to them, and I was like, hey, can you please fix this? And they're like, oh, what platform? And they're going to forward it on to whoever. And I don't know. It sounded like an actual person, but still a very, like, sure, yeah, we'll add that to the list type person. That seems like that would have had to have been intentional. It's super dumb. We were watching Parks and Rec, and there's just like, there's this one episode that no matter how many times we watch it, my wife will laugh hysterically, and it makes me very happy. And it almost cut out the part that she laughs hysterically, <laughs> which would have made me very angry. But yeah, so they have it. It's just it's not great. Hmm. Well, hopefully they fix it. We haven't. We haven't even like installed it or anything yet because we uh, we finally got around to starting Modern Family. I know like mm-hmm. we had an episode quite a while back where we talked about different T shows, T shows, T V shows, and that was one that I'd never seen before and I'd never had a lot of interest in it I, for no particular reason. It just didn't catch me as interesting. And so after that show, we started talk uh, started talking about watching it and we had finished up whatever we were watching before. So we gave it a shot and like. You know, first half season, I'm like, eh, I mean, I don't know. This guy's pretty annoying, and like, this, I don't know. The but, wife is really mean to her husband. But now we're really enjoying it. And I think we're about halfway through season four or something. Mm. Like, we've moved through it pretty quickly. Um, and I get it now. I understand why people enjoy it so much. It's it's good. It's not like great. It's not one of the great TV shows of all yeah. time. I don't think. But no. there are some really really well-crafted, well-written moments at the end of episodes. Yeah. You know, like when you're watching along, you're like, oh, that's kind of funny, and that's kind of funny, and then you get to the end of it, and they had wrapped three stories into one thought. Yep. And they do that on a regular basis, and that's pretty cool. That's what I like about that show. I really dig that. Uh, did you see Crash? Did you see that movie? Uh, no, I know, okay. I know what it yeah, is, that, but I never saw that it. That style where you, you start the conversation, uh, you know, they start a story in a weird place, and it's very confusing, and you have to figure out, and at the end, they bring it all to resolution. I really yeah. like that. I, I like kind of... I, I like being drug along and then having it all come together because it makes me pay attention. It makes me, like, put my phone down and actually watch an episode. Yeah. And I see that with Modern Family. And a lot of them. Not all of them. Yeah. But there's some... And because it's on a digital platform that is often buggy, like all of them are... Like you start out and everybody is like bruised or their clothes are all ripped up or they're in some silly outfit. And you're like, what the heck happened? What did I miss? Hmm. I'm like, oh, I didn't miss anything. They're doing that on purpose. I'm yeah. like, okay, okay, what do you got? Oh, you got I like that they, they also will have, you know, uh, like three separate. There's so many family members that on that show they can create like this situation, this one, and this one. And they seem really disparate yeah. and independent. And then you realize that the same thought is being expressed in three different ways. Yeah. 
you get to the end of it and one of them's talking to the camera and then the, whatever they say applies to all three of those things about you know family or whatever. It's cool. I like it. Well, good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do after that. Did you ever watch Chuck? Did we talk about Chuck? I have not watched Chuck, but I know a lot of people who have, and they love it. So we watched Chuck when it was on. I got a fun bag, too. Um, oh, boy. Bag two. Got to dump this out. Hold on. Keep the thought. Chuck. Old Chuck. We watched it when it was on, which was many years ago now. And it's another one of those that is not... It probably has not aged as well as a lot of other shows. But it's really silly and fun. It's about this guy named Chuck who works in like a Best Buy ripoff type TV store. And um, becomes a spy. Hmm. Without meaning to. And so there's several seasons of him being the like kind of half-witted spy being, you know, like he's a smart guy, but he's not a spy. So yeah. he gets thrown into spy situations with actual spies and uh, the best buy, whatever the name of the store is, buy more or something is um, the front for this spy base thing. So it has some really fun kind of silly things in it, but we really enjoyed it when it was on back then and I think it's all on Amazon Prime right now so it'll it, it's owned by NBC I'm pretty sure so it'll eventually not be there anymore <laughs> yep. but I think we're gonna st- probably watch that next but we still got another like six seasons or something of Modern Family there's a lot there's we a lot. haven't yeah. finished so that's what we're doing um let's talk about vacation so okay we're going on vacation right, right. uh to Florida and we're going for a wedding, that's the catalyst, but also because my wife has not seen her family from Florida in like two years now. And so it's really good in that we are getting to go for her to see people that she really misses and hasn't spent any time with for a long time. And, you know, people are getting older and people are, you know, kids are growing up and stuff and we haven't seen them. So it's it's good in that, but at the same time, and it is good that we're going to a wedding, family members getting married. Um, but it sets up a weird, like, thing to do on a trip like that. So mm-hmm. it's a vacation, right? But at the very beginning of the vacation, there's we have activity. there's activity that's like everybody, and you you know you have to dress this way for this thing and this way for this thing, and then there's these expectations of where everybody has to be when. Coupled with, then we're going to go stay in a condo for a week at the beach with nothing to do. Everybody? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. no. Not everybody down there because they all oh, live there. So, Gotcha. I thought we, they were all going to like get together and have some family reunion type thing like we did at the beach house. Oh, no. Gotcha. It's it's like a it's like one of the hotel kind of condos, you know, mm. where you get a, everybody gets a room. And I think some of them are going to stay there, but they all live within like 45 minutes or something. So it's a lot of driving to the beach for the afternoon. But... I think the, the I think all of the stress will be front loaded, <laughs> which mm. is good. You know, yeah, we'll kind of go down and have to do all the wedding stuff and then get that out of the way, and then we should just be able to relax and hang out. But man, I got to be honest, I am dreading the heat of Florida. 
It has been a very it, mild summer up here. It, it makes kind of crazy. Just like feel like already. You're sticky already. Yeah, just knowing <laughs> how it's gonna feel. And I know, like, I've been working really hard to keep my running up this year. I've mm-hmm. got a yearly goal, and that requires a weekly. I don't, for me, a significant amount of running, and knowing that I'm gonna have to go do that in Florida, ugh, it's just. I still have this picture of a few years ago we went down in in the summer and I went for a run one afternoon and I came back and I looked down at my chest and there were hundreds, and I'm not exaggerating, hundreds of gnats stuck to my chest. Just like you run through these clouds and they get stuck in your sweat and you don't really feel it until you get back and you just look down and it's just like somebody sprayed you with pepper or something. So gross. So I'm not looking forward to that, and I'm a lot of people like to run on the beach. I really I don't like running on the beach. Don't yeah, oh. it does not feel good. Um, so I I have to run on the kind of sidewalk on the you know the road side of the beach. Yeah, which is not really great for running either. It's kind of a lot of things to run around. So I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to actually getting away and being forced to relax some um but are you then, going to the wedding do what are you going to the wedding yeah yeah are you dressing up uh apparently <laughs> you've been shopped for i have been shopped for yes mm. so, but you so, don't know what you're gonna wear is it a surprise no 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 it's no she jenny's been shopping for me and for the kids because none of us really have especially the kids because they've grown a lot in the last couple of years and haven't gone anywhere so they haven't had to dress up for anything so they don't have any dress-up clothes that fit them. And the wedding is, like, semi-formal. In my mind... A semi-formal? Yeah, that's what they said. So you can hate me all you want to, but when I think of Florida wedding, I think of casual. Like, that's, it It, sh- it should be beachwear, no matter where it is, no matter what the situation, <laughs> which is totally wrong and whatever. But no matter the setting, it's like, you know... I mean, you go you're getting married in Florida. Come on. Yeah, it's Florida. Like just <laughs> flip flops, shorts, maybe like a button up Hawaiian shirt or something. I don't That's, know. Whatever. You'd be getting married in Hawaii. <laughs> a Flor- Floridian shirt. Um, it's just like a Jimmy Buffett shirt. This is like a tank top. Yep. Anyway, that's what, you know, I think no matter what it is like down there, it's just relaxed enough. And the vibe of Florida is just, you know, like just wear whatever, you know, look nice, whatever. It's okay. But this is like a semi-formal wedding. And so the bride has sent out things like, this is the color palette. For guests? Well, for the wedding. And like they're encouraging family because of family photos to not clash with the color palette. That kind of a thing. I mean, it makes sense. I could see where that would be a thing. I guess so. But for me, who's like a t-shirt and jeans person in every situation. uh, Yeah. So anyway, Jay's been buying clothes and has bought... She doesn't take the kids shopping with her. She goes and buys a bunch of clothes and brings them back and makes them try them on in their own house and then returns them and then can buys them. Can you try on clothes right now? I don't even know if that's yeah, yeah, a thing. Yeah, yeah, you can. Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I have a couple new shirts, but they all have like new wardrobes. Even though mm. it's a single wedding, <laughs> they have new shoes, 
new pants, new shirts, long sleeve and short sleeve just in case because, you know, it's not going to be a thousand degrees in Florida. So it's it's been a lot of setup and that's why I mean all the stress is front loaded. There's been she's been working really hard to pack and to, you know, buy clothes and try on things and return things and this and that. And when the wedding is over, it will be flip flops and board shorts for a week. Hmm. Um, And. How are your kids with that whole thing? Because I know that my kids, just like myself, would be complaining if we tried to put them in fancy clothes. My daughter would be super happy, and my boys would be annoyed. Have your kids been annoyed with the stuff that uh, she's made them try on? No. Or has she tried to shoot the gap between semi-formal and Claggett? Yeah, it's Claggett formal. It's okay. not It's not truly... Because your one son sim- would be dressed to the nines for... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, my two younger ones, younger boys would... They love dressing up, like... He wears the one you're talking about. Wears bow ties on a regular basis, just because yeah, he's quite dapper. Yeah. Um, my oldest, my 13 year old, is when it comes to clothes, extremely lazy. So he's your pajama pants kid. Yeah. 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 He's he's the hey look I have a red shirt and red pants on at the same time that's cool and I'm like no no you can't you can't do that. <laughs> they were over at our house for a sleepover. I was like, all right, everybody needs to get up. We've had breakfast. We're gonna go do stuff. Everybody go get dressed. And he was like, I am dressed. I was like, that's <laughs> yep. what you wore to bed. He goes, uh-huh. I'm like, you didn't bring any of the clothes? He goes, oh, I did. I'm like, well, then go get dressed in those clothes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's... I'm like, hey, whatever. I mean, we're not going to a semi-formal Floridian wedding. We were going to an arcade. Yeah, still. I was trying to be a responsible someone else's parent <laughs> by like, you need to brush your teeth. You need to do the things. You need to do all of those. I could care less if you wear your pajama pants to an arcade. I'm not gonna throw shade at you. We're yeah. in Kentucky. No, I mean we get we get on to him for that stuff as well. He just he's at that point, and I think all of the kids will be at that point. All of the boys, excuse me, will be at that point. I don't think my daughter's gonna be there. Where they're oblivious to a bunch of different things at the same time. He, my 13 year old, is oblivious to how what he is doing in any moment affects anybody else he doesn't realize that he's making noise that's just annoying or he doesn't realize that he said the same thing 25 times to every 25 people around him you know and everybody heard it and he's just oblivious and because he's the oldest i assume he's just the first to go through that and Mm -hmm. the rest of them will get to that eventually my homeschool kids don't understand being presentable yeah like i'm not naked yeah like my oldest son likes to wear just like polyester whatever outside little kid shorts but he's getting kind of taller and they're really really short <laughs> and he's got these like polyester daisy dukes and you can see his white thighs and he completely doesn't care he's like i have shorts on yeah and then we're like look at that boy with the daisy dukes on and he doesn't understand like that we're, we're giggling at it but yeah the the idea of like being presentable even i'm sure is a very abstract term for just about anybody to have to justify but especially to like Kids who haven't been to middle school and who have been, like, objectified by their peers for looking a certain way. So there's no, like, social pressure to dress a certain way. Yeah. Their notion of, like, yes, my nipples are covered. You're welcome. It doesn't matter what I'm wearing. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, you could look nice. And they're like, why? Like, because you're a reflection on me. And I don't want you to look like a white trash hooligan when you walk outside. Which are Daisy Dukes. Yeah, I mean, I think even our kids who did school at home this last year, you know, who have been in a school setting, I I think they're going to run into the same thing when they get back to school. 
you know, they've gotten used to like, it doesn't matter what I wear in school setting. Cause all they people see is like my head, you know, yeah. through the Google meet camera. Well, we talked about that being like a new, a social norm. Like I can only imagine going back to work at, at Lockheed where I had a dress code that I thought was just completely made up. It was, yeah, it had no bearing on my work performance, but I can only imagine people that have been at home for a year with the same work performance having to come back into the office. I mean, probably not wearing pajama pants, but like, why do you want me to wear this style of outfit? Yeah. Like for what? You can't claim that it's professionalism because I just did my job for a year. Like I could see pushback on that. Yeah. I I would imagine that the business casual thing will change a lot. Well, for a lot of contractors, or I think the business casual setting, it had transformed from like a a shirt and tie, or like a suit, to just like a shirt and tie, Dwight Schrute style. Then it became uh, khakis and a polo. And I wonder what it's going to be now, post-pandemic. Like, I didn't look bad, but like, I eventually kind of worn them down to where they didn't care what I wore. Like, I come in with a pair of jeans and some sneakers and... Maybe a polo shirt or maybe like a button up, whatever plaid looking shirt, but I was comfortable and I would be hard pressed for someone to try to get upset at an employee for dressing comfortably at work. Yeah. Unless you're in like some safety conscious environment where your clothes could get ripped off or you can get sucked into like a baler. Like I get that. But if you're just sitting there at a computer doing your work. Yeah. Especially if you're not even interacting with anybody outside of you know, like your company, or you're not being a representative necessarily. You're just sitting there doing your I mean, job. that that might have been a thing. I, I was a representative of the company to to the government where I worked. But still, I the people that you worked with, like the validity of your word and your ability to do your job, like everybody wants that to shine. But it's this very forward-facing thing. It's like, oh, you should look nice. And like, well, okay, can you put some makeup on? Like, to what extent? <laughs> yeah. So, whatever. Yeah. And that's kind of the deal with the Emmy thing. Like, I don't know what to do. And so I was trying to watch the last time they did the broadcast thing to, like, see what other people were wearing. And then I saw one that was a bunch of ladies. And they all just looked nice. I'm like, they weren't in, like, big hats and fancy gowns. I was like, oh, okay, I kind of have a metric. And then the next category was all men. And 75% of them were in tuxedos. I was like, ugh. So that's setting a bad precedent. So I don't know. She told me I couldn't wear my hat and I couldn't wear a t-shirt, which kind of sucks. You want to bet I can't wear a t-shirt? You're gonna you're gonna hold mine. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I think th- I don't know. I want to see the guys from this old house in tuxedos. I think what I was talking about last time about the uh, who makes the choices and what are the criteria thing around awards and I, I think. That's another one of those things to me that like, why does that matter? And so why does what I wear have to do with like how I'm presented? If if I'm getting an award, it's not because I wore this thing today. It's because I did something before that was yeah. worthy when I was wearing a t-shirt, you know. I, yeah, I don't know. The guys from South Park wore that J-Lo dress and they got all over the TV. <laughs> well, I, I told you we would buy you a, a ball gown if you really nice. need it for the... I don't want to take you up on it. <laughs> All right, I am done with the Ecto-1. I have uh, some pieces that I don't think I should have left over, but I could not find in the manual where they should be used. Hmm. So, ta-da. That is a very cool set. A little stuff oh, on the that. top swivels around. It has the 
the little push or everybody who's watching on YouTube at the No Instructions Podcast YouTube channel. It, it, where's the little door thingy? You open up the side door and then the jump seat with the proton pack like boing pops That's out. Cool. So that Venkman can hop out and go get them ghosts. Also, the cool thing, in Ghostbusters, they have the little slide on the floor little thing. And you stomp it with your foot and it catches the ghost in them. Yeah. The ghost um, trap. The ghost trap. This has a oh. ghost trap. You pull a little lever and a ghost trap on wheels slides out of the back. I don't recall this in Ghostbusters 2. Hmm. It's been a minute since I've seen it. Maybe it's in the new one. Maybe it's in the new one. I don't know. But it looks like a little uh, like battle bot yeah. that could catch ghosts. It does. So. That's cool. Are you going to get the light kit for it? I kind of want to get the light kit. I think out of any Lego set, the light kit for Ecto-1 would be pretty awesome. Yeah, probably. Boop. Cool. Neato. Yep. So, oh, uh, when we had all the kids at our house for a sleepover, you and your wife went out on a date. Yeah, me and my wife. My wife. Sorry. <laughs> you and your wife went on a date, and she sent my wife a picture of you guys, and you had a fancy-looking shirt on. Is that one of the shirts? That is one of the shirts. It's just a, a short sleeve button-up shirt. She, I put, <laughs> I put off trying on the things that she bought. They hung, like, in the closet door, so I had to, like, push them out of the way to walk into the closet for, like, two weeks. And finally, there was nobody else around, and we didn't have anything else to do, and she was like, try the shirts on right now. <laughs> like, okay, fine. So I tried the shirt on. I'm like, yeah, this is cool. I mean, you know, it's a button-up shirt. Okay. I'm like, all right. And she's like, yeah, it looks nice on you. I'm like, okay, we're going to dinner, right? I'll just keep it on. <laughs> and so that's why I had that shirt on. And it looks like a shirt that our friend Chris. Yep, I was thinking the same yeah, thing. It looked like you borrowed it from Chris. Yeah, it's a Chris shirt. Which is not, he's a good looking dude. He's a dresses nice. Dresser. Yeah. As a, what does it have on it? If it's a Chris shirt, it's got to have like little flamingos. Well, or yeah, cool his always had like some little cool uh-huh. thing. This was just little patterns. Ah. They, they weren't things, but... Yeah, so I have two of those uh, short sleeve button-up shirts, which I've had some before. Um, oh, oh, so a few weeks ago, my sister-in-law, who's a photographer, uh, came and we shot a whole bunch of uh, pictures, lots and lots of pictures, of all of the merchandise that Alex to make stuff sells. And so we bought, like, my size of every T-shirt in every color, the hats, which you modeled, and uh, hoodies. And we have one polo shirt. Mm-hmm. And it's for the Maker Alliance, who's, if you don't know what the Maker Alliance is, you should go to iliketomakestuff.com slash join. It should be down here in the thing, but Anthony's on his phone instead of paying attention to the thing. Oh, and I think it's all messed up. Oh, anyway. that's I don't right. I going to show yeah, up anyway. Technical he problems. gets a reprieve. Yeah. Lucky you. You're getting off light. Um, anyway. Oh, oh, there, there it is. is. There it is. Oh, <laughs> no. He's just hitting the wrong button. I like to make stuff.com slash join. Maker Alliance is the people, uh, this awesome group of people who support what we do. They get secret stuff. Uh, we're having a hangout tonight. That's right. It is tonight. It I was going to say tomorrow. That's yeah. tonight now. That's tonight. Um, we had to do a gang. Uh, <laughs> I cannot speak. Google Hangout once a month, and it's tonight. Anyway, so we have uh, a polo. Mm-hmm that only the Maker Alliance can get. It has the little logo for the Maker Alliance on it in case they want to wear it at work, stuff like that. But I had to model that, mm-hmm. the pictures. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I got it in the mail with all the T-shirts, I opened it up and I was like, I'm going to have to put this thing on. Yep. And I know that's not a big deal for like 
99.9% of people. But I have not worn a polo style shirt since I was in high school or something. Wow. Like, I don't even remember. And I wouldn't, I don't know why I would have worn one in high school. So maybe when I was a kid. It's just not a style of shirt I ever have worn. And it was difficult for me to put that shirt on. I was just like, this feels that really weird. You got to unbutton it and then get your head through. Well, I mean, not physically difficult. <laughs> I understood how to put it on. But it was weird to put it on. And then, like, I put it on. And Marnie, my sister-in-law, she was like, that looks weird. <laughs> like, I saw the yes, picture. And you, it does look weird. You look uncomfortable in your stance. And you look uncomfortable in your face. And, and I was like, like, I don't know how great promotional... Well, we're going to crop out the face, I think, mostly on most of them. But, yeah, I was like, quick, take it so I can get this thing off. It looked like a mugshot. (laughs) (laughs) You took when it's your first day at Lehman Brothers or something. It was was very strange. But it's weird that something like that gives me that kind of a reaction, whereas, you know, to most other people, and it's a nice-looking shirt. It's like a black polo shirt. Mm -hmm. It's not, not the shirt. It's me, for sure. But it's weird that I have that kind of a reaction to stuff that I'm not used to doing, you know. But well, anyway, I commend you for putting on the <laughs> the Claggett tuxedo for putting on one shirt yep. for about thirty seconds in about thirty years. Well, I mean, I commend you for the entire event. Like Tiffany's sister got married not too long ago, and uh, she didn't ask me to go. Like I dropped her off, hmm. and I don't know if I was just busy or if she just knew that I just didn't want to go. Which part of me is sad about that, but then the bigger part is happy about that. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Unless it's my kid's wedding, like I I know enough people who are married, and I don't really know that many single people. So going to weddings is something that is not really on my radar that I don't really have to do anymore. Not that it's yeah. like some milestone like potty training, like all my kids were like I don't have to carry a diaper bag. Where it's like, ha, ah, this is the point in life where I don't have to go to weddings anymore. But, yeah, I'm trying to think about all the people that I, I know in life other than, again, my very small children. Like, no, you guys are all good. Congratulations. Yeah. The one person's wedding I did want to go to, um, as he got divorced and he got remarried, like, they want, they purposely want to have a super tiny personal ceremony, which I think is fantastic. But, yeah, a big, like, shindig like that? Like, yeah, sure. But I don't know who that person would be, yeah. which is good. I don't have anybody uh, available to ask me to go to their wedding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a, a younger, it's, it's our niece. I mean, she's like in her mid-20s, but, um, you know, one of the younger, older people in our family. Mm-hmm. The older, younger people in yeah, our family. I got that. You know I, mean. I track that. Yeah. Um, so we probably won't have another one, you know, in the family for quite a while until. Yeah, there will be a lull. Until and then all there'll of be a whole cousins bunch. and nephews and whoever's all yeah. start to grow up. And then it's just toasters. Slinging out toasters and crockpots. <laughs> you invite me to your wedding, boom, you're getting a crockpot. And you get a crockpot. Yeah, just and no. You... So if you have one and you don't want one, just don't just leave me off that list. Mazel tov. <laughs> <laughs> Mazel tov. Yeah. So uh, the whole trip, you know. Uh, we've belabored vacations and how they make us feel in the past. Uh, but I'm going to do my best to enjoy it and to make the most. I, so my birthday was a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, before that, Jenny was like, well, what do you want to do on your birthday? What do, uh, I want to make sure that you, you get what you want and, you know, you have the day that you want to have and all that stuff. 
And I intentionally did not plan anything. She kept asking, kept asking, and I intentionally did not plan anything. And I, day of, I just told the kids, don't wake me up. And then they didn't wake me up, and I slept in a little bit. And then they were like, just kind of waiting for me to decide what we were doing for the day. And I just intentionally did not decide to do anything. And I didn't come down here the whole day, and I didn't work on a car, and I didn't mow the grass. I sat around. And it it took a lot of effort for me to decide I'm physically not going to do anything today. Hmm. And I know a lot of people enjoy that. And we've talked about it before. Like, it's just not me. I have a hard time not taking advantage of time for something, whether it's right. useful or fun or whatever. But I, I knew that rather than trying to plan the day, I just needed to, like, practice not doing anything. And it was actually really nice. I don't think I could do it on a regular basis. It's definitely not like a weekend thing for me, but um, it was nice to avoid doing things because I think that's the way I was trying to look at it. Is like usually I'm, I have this much time. I have to pick the thing that is going to be most useful or most fun or most whatever. And this was I'm going to avoid anything just mm. just to be, you know, just yeah. to sit and. So I practiced that a little bit. Partially, well, how did it, feel? it felt good in the moment. It was nice, um, and it was you know it was nice to like sit around. We ended up playing some card games with the kids and stuff like that, and just just kind of made it up as I went along. But we didn't do anything. We didn't accomplish anything. We didn't like cook anything. All that type of stuff, and it was nice. Um, but part of me thinking through that and doing that on purpose was like I need to figure out how to physically do this and mentally just intentionally relax we're going to be going to the beach in a few weeks and once the work of family stuff is done you know the wedding stuff and like being there for that is done i'm going to have a lot of time just to sit and i need to figure out in my life how to be okay with that it was vacation practice kind of yeah Hmm, interesting because like i don't want to be the person who's always like this is how i am and i'm going to go on vacation i'm just going to be chomping at the bit to be done with it. I don't yeah. want to be that way. I want to be okay wherever I am and whatever's going on. And I think that's one of the places that I've had trouble with that in the past. So I I need to decide to be inactive at some place and be okay with that, you know? And so, yeah, it was a little bit of practice for that. But it was nice. I enjoyed it. My birthday was also this past week. And... You guys took the kids for the evening, which was fantastically kind of you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if people know this about me. I really, really dislike surprises. I don't like receiving gifts. Um, so the gift that my wife gave me, the kids got me, I say the kids, air quotes, the kids picked out uh, the probe droid Lego set, which is mm-hmm. awesome. So Tiffany goes, I got you a gift. It's not here yet, though. I go, well, what is it? And she says, I don't want to tell you because I want to see your reaction. I said, well, that's the meanest thing that you can possibly do to me. <laughs> like, that's the opposite of what I want at any given moment. She goes, yeah, but I, just, I, I know you're going to like it, and I just want to see your reaction. I go, well, you've said that before, and there have been things that <laughs> and I, hate I, it. <laughs> I don't like. And it's weird because I run through the list of things that I could possibly ask for, and I don't know what they are. Hmm. And I don't know 
if I'm going to like anything <laughs> because it's, it's not that like, oh, this thing is ugly. It's, well, I could have used that money and put it toward a that that I actually do want. So it's like an opportunity calculation mm-hmm. in my head. Yeah. So the whole time she's like, okay, well, just, just be okay with it. I'm like, but that, that's not what I want. <laughs> that's the complete opposite of a birthday present is that, you know, I don't like surprises. You've known this about me for 20 years. I'm like, you're purposely giving me a surprise and then you're telling me that the surprise is not even here. So then I have to be patient and wait. And then I'm doing this calculation in my head. She's like, well, do you just want me to tell you then? And so she's upset sounding. <laughs> and I'm like, and now I'm in this predicament that again is a reason I don't like surprises is other people's anticipation of my reaction is unfair to me. I don't like that. I don't like people setting up an expectation. Like you guys, I had a birthday party and then Tiff set up a thing and Tiff and Jenny and we came over here and you kind of had like a mini surprise party for me. It was so awkward. I walked in. I'm like, oh, well, they're, they're having people over. Like, we just need to not be here. Like, let's drop off the thing and let's go because they're having company. And she was like, no. And then you walked in. And you all said surprise. I'm like, surprise for what? I'm like, for your birthday. I'm like, yeah, it's my birthday today. I'm like, yeah, dummy surprise. I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh, this is one of those. I was like, I've never Pretty had sure this before. Pretty sure we didn't call you dummy. No, but birthday. I didn't like know what to do. Yeah. And so then again, I feel like I'm disappointing other people because my reaction is not what they expected. And that's how I kind of preface this whole thing to my wife. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm glad that you are going to get a good reaction on my birthday. And so then she's like, what do you just want me to tell you? I'm like, well, then you're going to feel bad and it's going to ruin her surprise. So no, <laughs> don't tell me what my birthday present is because I don't know when it's going to show up. And so I've just written it off and she tells me it's going to be funny. And then I start running through these like million things in my brain. This is what I want. And this is what I want. And this is what I want. And so then well, we went out to dinner, which was amazing. Had a fantastic time with my lovely wife. And the whole time I'm just like scheming in my head as to what this thing can be because I also love to solve puzzles. And so now this is like a puzzle. So I'm thinking through the Venn diagram of like things she knows I like, things that would be appropriate birthday presents, things I don't already have. Is it a this? It's like a guess who, but for my own birthday. And I thought I had it. I thought I had it nailed down. I thought, I'm like, Count Dooku lightsaber. <laughs> because she she knew that I wanted it. She knew I went all the way down to Galaxy's oh. Edge to purposely get it. Yeah. And they were out. And she was like, oh, that would have been good. That would have been good. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> and so, uh, rightly so, there's a lot of stuff that, like, I just secretly want. And then I don't get it either because I'm responsible or some other thing pops in. I'm like, ooh, is it a Wedge Antilles Star Wars Black Series helmet? She goes, what's a Wedge? I'm like, fart. Okay, so it's not that. <laughs> I'm like, I know I talked about that on the show. I bought a toothbrush instead of this helmet. And so... I don't know what it is, and I still don't know what it is. And I don't like it. I don't like surprises. I don't like that, like, oh, hey, uh, can we talk in my office real quick? Uh, no. What is this about? So I can preface what's happening. Oh, man, I'm going to have to start doing that. We share the same office, so you could literally just holler at me from across the way. Yeah, but, but it'd that be funnier if I call you out and then call you back into my office. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> hey, can we talk for a minute? Uh, what is this regarding? In detail, right here where I'm standing. <laughs> Don't make me walk over there like this is some secret because you're going to expect me to react a certain way and I'm probably not. Well, I think you may be putting a little bit more on other people's expectation there. It it could be that maybe, you know, like 
in regard to the present, maybe she doesn't have an expectation of you reacting a certain way. She just wants to be there when you get it. Like, you don't have to necessarily do a certain thing when you get it. She just wants to see you, like, whatever your reaction happens to be. She referenced, it was a couple Christmases ago, she got me a pair of socks with, like, her face all over it, and it's really goofy. And I laughed really silly because it's really silly. And so that made her very happy. And the gift was just super silly. And I, it came out of nowhere. So I think she wants to recreate that moment with whatever it is. I think she uh, wants to like yeah. one up her gift giving ability, which is cool. But then you told me about it existing and then I can't have it and you won't tell me what it is. And so that already like, if you gave it to me on my birthday, like I understand that just uh, none of that is her fault, but like I could have been had a more genuine reaction. So like now the anticipation is kind of built up. Yeah. Yeah. But I do not like surprises. But then I, I thought about it while we were driving back. I'm like, I understand that that makes it extremely difficult to give me a gift because around Christmas, like we talk about, she's like, well, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, well, there are some tools that I want. And if I left it up to a stranger to buy me a tool, I would not get the tool that I want. So you make a list of like very specific things and that makes it kind of cold and and yeah. less spontaneous and less like, I just know this about you and I know this will make you happy. It kind of takes that out of the equation and makes it more of a transaction, which I understand kind of sucks. And so that played into the like, don't tell me what it is. Just keep dangling that there is a surprise in front of me. And I'll just be okay with it because of all of these reasons. So one thing that we started doing, and we this isn't something we always do, but we we hit that point a long time ago where it was like, especially with my brother, um, for for presents. Like when you get to November, and you're like, I got to find a Christmas present for my brother. He doesn't need anything. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all adults. We don't really need a whole lot, especially when it comes to a, like a present giving thing. And so rather than trying to, I have a couple of weeks to find a thing that I know will meet the stuff I know about this person and will be a gift that they will enjoy. Like that's a compressed thing. Yep. And so at one point we decided, well, after Christmas, throughout this next year, we're going to keep our eyes open for these people. And if there's anything that we run across that is just like, oh, that says so-and-so. Like, that's totally something they would like, whether they've ever seen it or not, whether they want it or not. Like, yeah, that, yeah that's mm-hmm. cool. You pick it up then, and then you hang on to it for a present, even if it's like a year away or whatever. Yeah. That way you're not just like getting a present for the sake of the present. So we started doing that a little bit. Jenny and I are really bad about buying each other gifts. Like, if if we don't have anything, like I don't, her, her birthday's in a few days. Oops. And I don't have anything for her because I haven't seen anything that she wants or that that I know that she's like in need of or something that's really stuck out. But in a couple of months, I'll probably run across some funny T-shirt that I know like, oh, that's totally some she like I found this T-shirt one time that said I wet my plants <laughs> because she likes plants and she like that would be a perfect gift for her. It's awesome. <laughs> that's and so like on. I got that just randomly throughout the year whenever it was. And then I think I gave it to her for Mother's Day or something one couple years ago but so we started going that route of just like being on the lookout for people and getting a thing and hanging on to it for a present rather than scrambling last minute because then it's like you know you got to buy 
like all of these people presents at the same time of year or it's like, oh, no, there's a birthday party tomorrow. We got to go get something for so and so. Like, that's that's not a great way to get a present. That's that's gift card right mm. there. You know, like I'm to, honestly, to that okay point, with like gift that. Cards. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a bad thing, but it, it's that yeah. it's like, well, let's just give them the opportunity to get exactly what they want because yeah. we don't know what that thing is. Here's so. me facilitating a transaction. Yeah, which is Good. I think it has merit, I, but I think it is dependent on the person. Right. I think I'm a person that would be completely okay with getting a gift card for that very reason, because I don't know at any given moment what I need or what I want. And if I have that kind of tucked away, then that's money I don't have to allocate toward a random thing, which yeah. is neat. Like my father-in-law gave me a gift card and my dad gave me a gift card for my birthday. I didn't know I was going to get those CNCs, so now I bought some stuff for the CNC. Mm. So it was like an unplanned a purchase for this unplanned thing and it just all kind of worked out. So thank you. I, I appreciate that birthday gift. They enabled me to get something that I wanted and I needed. Yeah. That's to say that I'm, I'm not disliking the fact that my wife is getting me something that it, she says has no utility. She says it's just funny, but that's awesome. Yeah. But it's not here and it's a surprise. And so I'm already scared of it. <laughs> well, I don't, you probably don't need to be scared of it. I don't know what it is. No, I don't know what it is either. And so I'm trying not to focus on it. And so I tried to like do the, the 20 questions. I was like, is it a truck? She goes, a truck? (laughs) No. I was like, okay, great. Then I don't want it. Yeah. She was like, what kind of truck do you think that I would show up with? I'm like, I don't know. But I know that they do that on TV and I've kind of been looking at trucks and I imagine like that would be a pretty baller move. For my wife. Yeah. But then again, I don't even know what I want. So it would be a very dangerous move with mm. a very low chance of ultimate success. Yeah. What you should do for her <laughs> is buy her a surprise truck. No, you buy her a, a giant bow. And you say, like, I'm giving you this. So next year, my birthday, you just have to focus on the truck. You don't have to worry about getting the giant bow to put on the truck. I'm just, here's the bow. That's subtle. Yeah. Clever. <laughs> <laughs> that could not possibly backfire on you. All right, how far are we in? We, we should probably wrap this up. We're over an hour. Let's do it. All right. Um, I hope you have a good vacation. Thank you. I hope that all of this prep work over the last year and a half of not going anywhere <laughs> has not done the opposite <laughs> of preparing you for vacation. <sighs> it, it has. I'm trying to undo that right now. So, yeah, for sure. Well, I hope you get your present and it's something you enjoy. I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be funny and worth it in the end. Uh, where can people find you? On Instagram at Josh underscore make stuff. Uh, we're going to be doing CNC stuff. So if you're interested in either the Onefinity or the upgraded X-Carve stuff, it's going to be on there a whole lot in the upcoming weeks. So check that out. And you can find us, all of us, at I Like To Make Stuff on all the stuffs. And uh, be sure to go check out Maker Alliance again. Maybe it's too late this month to join the Hangout, but... Uh, it's an awesome group of people. Discord's really active. Yep. Um, and you can join us for next month's Hangout. So go do that. Thanks for listening. I'll be gone next week, but we'll be back, you know, soon-ish with another oh, show. Oh, and if you want Emmy updates, I'll probably be posting that to Instagram too. Probably to the channel's account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So that's on Sunday. So if you care, if you want to watch us lose to a bunch of good-looking people <laughs> while I'm sitting here in a not T-shirt and not hat, that's on Sunday at, I think, 8 p.m. Eastern. Cool. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Bye-bye.